Hey, it's Rebel FM. I'm Anthony Guy, who's joining me as Mitch Dyer. Hello. Matt Chandronay. Back from the dead. Arthur Geese. We're all here for the first time in a while. Oh, we literally said the episode name in less time than it takes you to piss from now, and you don't remember what it is, do you? 255. Nope. <laughs> Not even fucking <laughs> nope. close. Nope. 275. There, there you go. That's, that's <laughs> the one. Sorry. <laughs> episode 275. Uh, Welcome. You're only 20 off. That's we're right. in an apartment now. There's no clean clangs and diner doodles. No, the last People one like I turned I did cast. was pretty quiet because we recorded the no Mexican Hispanic, restaurant. Like, or I'm sorry, Mexican ladies gossiping. Did you get any good gossip? On I tape? don't. I was just told that there are Mexican ladies gossiping in the background oh, of the man. Last show. Which <laughs> someone awesome. remixed the episode. That, that to share awesome. that gossip. Yeah, I want to. I want to know what they're saying. I don't know if they're talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, you What's just up? mentioned something that you think is true, which is a Nintendo bump. Yeah. I was yeah, I was like, don't Nintendo games always get the Nintendo bump? I feel like a lot of major first party games get a bump. Yeah. I think that that's true. I can't really think of a lot of Nintendo games where that's true. Where they get a bump? Yeah. No, I I please give me an example. Super Smash Brothers. I feel like the last Kirby game, if it had not been a Kirby game and made by Nintendo, would have gotten worse scores than it did. Than the sevens that yes. it got? I'm saying it really? would have been a fucking like five. Because I know several people that really liked that game. Yeah, like I know several f- people that own a lot of plastic not toys on their desk. Not only that really liked it, but <laughs> finished it. And these aren't people with a lot, like a ton of Amiibos. Uh, yeah, but how many? I guarantee you I go in their house like a crime scene detective. I'll find enough things to be like, <laughs> that's what I thought. So if you go into the house of people that play video games, you You'll might find, find some video Nintendo video, things. Yeah, go in exactly. my house, you won't find no Nintendo shit. And I love Nintendo games, but I don't got no toys. Really? No, I think I got rid of I really don't think I have Okay, any. because you got rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> After moving how many times in the last three years? Hey, man, I sold my Fallout 4 Pip-Boy, too, because <gasps> I, didn't, I didn't want... I realized Amazon accidentally shipped it to me, and I was like, wait, I pre-ordered that? Whoops. <laughs> and then I got... The, I don't think that's an accidental ship. Well, no, it was, but it was. It was, it was during like, during June, I pre-ordered it. We thought it. you'd like this, so we charged <laughs> for it. During June, I pre-ordered it, and then November came around, and I was like, I fucking did that? Because I totally forgot. <laughs> of course you did, because yeah. you were in the fallout madness. And then, and then I was like, oh, yeah. So I sold it to someone for cost. I did not gouge anyone. That's, Pe- that's nice. Yeah, people, uh, that's nice yeah, people were like, are you going to make a profit? I was like, I really know. So mm-hmm. Just I, don't want this. Get it away from I me. don't think Kirby is a valid example, but I'm willing to hear other examples. Super Smash Brothers. I, if it didn't have like this all-star cast of Nintendo characters and instead had like an anthropomorphic tiger fighting a cool so little lizard were man with a sword. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Yeah, they had serious fucking design problems. Right. All right. Smash Brothers, uh, by all accounts, is a great Smash Brothers game it's with a, a ton of single player content. But I feel like, like Zelda games okay get bumps a lot game. of times. I feel like fucking the the Nintendo Samurai Swords game was got like a serious bump because it was Nintendo. What the Red Hyrule Steel? Warriors? Hyrule Warriors. Okay. No, that's straight up Samurai Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. What's, it's, um, you know, and it's like I see people losing their mind because they're like, oh, they're going to add this girl character to Hyrule Warriors. I'm like, it's still in Hyrule Warriors, though. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Holy fuck. I don't think that that gets a bump because it's Nintendo so much as it's like just the general enthusiasm bump that a lot of stuff gets. Because it's not really any different than like the Final Fantasy bump if we're going to like start talking about this. Yeah, and that's it ultimately comes down to like obviously these games get the scores they do because it's... 
what they are. Like People it's made by like, Nintendo with Nintendo I know. characters. I'm just saying when I watch like other, when I watch a Sony press conference and I watch Twitter and I watch a Microsoft one, I don't see people saying, I'm literally shaking right <laughs> now with this Nintendo I've, Direct. The cult of Nintendo is very strange. <laughs> I yeah. did you not watch the Sony press conference? <laughs> I did. E3 this year? I did, but I, but amongst like the, my, amongst my friends that are professionals that is did their you not, job. Did you, do we need to go back to Twitter, like from June I 2016, saw a few people not? and watch the fucking reality distortion effects <laughs> during the PlayStation press conference? Well, the, uh, this my, is the greatest thing to ever happen to me. <laughs> well, my Six months later, about, where are the games? Well, my theory about the, coming, right? Uh, right? the Nintendo bump does come from a, uh, a legacy in games journalism that may not apply anymore. Back when there were certain unnamed people who were rampant Nintendo fanboys who reviewed every Nintendo game and always gave it a score that probably didn't mesh up with the actual score to I, a lot of the games or what it would have if it was, wasn't was somebody who was so enmeshed in the world and the lore and the community. I would play devil's advocate here, which usually I hate because usually that just means dickhead. Uh, <laughs> in that I... For example, I think that like the last several Zelda games have been like significantly. I have not agreed with their scores. I was going to say mm-hmm. overrated, but whatever. I don't agree with the scores. I not agree with you. How I would uh, appraise them, save for uh, a Link Between, Between Worlds, Worlds which, mm-hmm. is which is like perfect. the best Zelda game since A Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But you take someone like Jeremy Parrish, who I respect quite a bit. Yeah. Also, really liked and reviewed very well. Like the most recent string of Zelda games, mm-hmm. like including the DS games that I really dislike. Yeah. I really dislike and Twilight Princess, which I really dislike. Yeah. Jeremy's an exception. Jeremy's like a sane individual that but also likes yeah. like Jeremy gave those games like the same scores that the sort of consensus gave those games. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I wouldn't even say that that's a bump. I would say that, like there is a group of people to whom this I'm probably I got to. my own biases. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I love do. Nintendo games. Me I too. I buy pretty much every single one that comes out, but I just get really like I just get really annoyed at people that are professionals that that are like if I say Left for Dead clone, you would your interest would be neutral. If I say Left, Left for Dead, Dead clone, Left for Dead clone in the Warhammer universe, your ears perk up. Well, I'd be interested in a Left 4 Dead right. punk just because it's been long enough that I'm kind of like, I would play another Left 4 Dead. Well, yeah. that's why like but, a shitty Mario Tennis game is okay because it's, but like, I am, well, it's it, got Bowser It in is it. true. I am always like curious about Warhammer games, but I have no illusions that they're also, mostly like, dog shit. I would, I would also point out that <laughs> yeah. like Nintendo games get criticized. Like Wonderful 101 did not review well. No. Uh, Mario Party has progressively reviewed worse and worse. Kirby yeah, wasn't well, those are even well Nintendo Kirby games, Kirby was like sevens and seven fives. Yep. Uh, Chibi Robo got like sixes and sevens. Kind of hammered, yeah. Mario Party is aren't Nintendo games though. I mean, they're published by Nintendo, but they're Hudson Soft. Right, but that's a lot of games from Nintendo. But it's now. also still like a bunch of Mario characters. I think it's the yeah. point. And it's supervised. And Mario Party Ten sucks. I also fucking like Mario Party games. I like Mario Party Two, but Mario Party Ten is garbage. I didn't um, play Ten. So like I, know, nine. I, I feel like people are very willing to criticize those games. I feel like you get way more spread on a Nintendo exclusive than you do even on like. As, like something like The Last of Us or Uncharted. I like, think the real tell will be the new Metroid game, Trade Federation Force or whatever. Oh god, is. that game is going to. Well, but that's my, that's my point. Is I feel like Nintendo has been releasing a lot of games that haven't been reviewing well, and I'm not so, saying that Nintendo doesn't review games that don't review well. My point was just that they would review even worse if they weren't Nintendo games. That's all my point. I I think if you look at a game, any game now that gets like a six or a seven, like 
I don't think that you're going to see worse reviews for that game from a site. Like, I think that like, that's what that game would get. And also I think that the reason that we're seeing a lot of like sort of subpar Nintendo stuff out there is because like they're trying to keep the up appearances of a release schedule while they like dedicate all their best stuff to the NX. Well, even, yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, if you look at even the last couple animal crossing releases, they're fine. They're cute. They're amusing, but they're not like good games. Yeah, and well, and then there's that garbage pile on Arthur's desk right now. Amiibo Festival, <laughs> Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. I watched Giant Bomb do a play for, through that game today. It is seriously like the the weakest shit I've ever seen. I mean, it's it's a it's basically a, ever it's, it's a life board game, which apparently are popular oh, in no. Japan. You know, so your whole What's goal. That? Is, I don't know what a life board game. It's life that you, board game. Yeah, it's oh, basically oh, oh. you're rolling around. There's no mini games. You're right. passing the thing between the four of you, right. and then it, you'll land on a square, and it'll be like you got you a went, thing. You went to a rock show plus three happiness. Right, right. You did right. this, and it's just like so asinine and boring, and it's mm. just like. So do you like think that that'll review a sixty dollar like, product? Out of oh, six? I mean, it's already getting like fours. Okay, so mm. I was going to say, out do you think 10. that people are afraid to give Nintendo a sub five score? No, not that game. Not Mario Tennis. I, I think that there are a lot of games where I see a low score and I'm like, okay, that's what it is. But like, in part of me gets heartburn, like <laughs> uh, generally on a particular platform. Uh, and I'm sure that Mitch can guess what it is. But like with Nintendo stuff, if we get if it gets a low score, it gets a low score. Like that doesn't that doesn't seem to stir like the giant because I in a way I don't think that Nintendo can really afford to be antagonistic all right no well, fact, speaking, well i mean that brings up my own biases too just because i like nintendo games just haven't appealed to me for a really long time in what way uh in I, their like design or are you just getting over the characters games aren't your thing Matt? super mario 3d <laughs> land was the last one that really grabbed me super mario it's just Golf. like treasure it, tracker you know ooh, i love that game i played it for a while that's true well, it's just down to, you know, when the games get announced and when Nintendo does, you know, their thing at E3 and stuff like that. Every single thing that they show, I'm always just like, eh. They had the fucking worst E3 they've had in a well, really I long mean, time like, this year. But this has been this way for me and I just Nintendo would really like Nintendo. Nintendo now. hasn't surprised you in a long time. Like, you know, like, I guess that's not. Just it, and, you know? know, it's like, you know, you know, I hear from you, Arthur, like the this Zelda is the best Zelda that's been that they've done since A Link to the Past. And that for some reason doesn't make me want to play it between worlds is like the second best Zelda game. Like them, it's the most inventive them thing announcing uh, and it's so weird so because like good. you know i like in my brain though i feel like i've already played the game in fact I like think... i don't I, if it's like there's no reason for me to do it i know how it's going to control i know what the mood is going to be and it's like it's like i've already done right, but it. It i think the link between worlds that... was my game of the year last year Hmm. When they announce, like, the, I don't know, I just feel like Pretty right now Nintendo game. is especially struggling because, like Arthur said, they're holding back their best stuff. Like, I saw people that were like, oh, my God, they're adding cloud to this game I don't play anymore. Right. And it, to me, it just felt like I, they, they went back to their catalog and fucking pulled out the thing. So I don't think that's... something to life. I think that that's categorically untrue, like, that there is still a very significant fan base. No, 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 no. Arthur, I know that there are Smash people. Hold on. Let me clarify my point. Is that I feel like press people are a complete false indication of like what they're actually going to be excited oh i don't about. think cloud means shit and i and i honestly, like i'm saying there are a lot of press people who are like oh my god it's cloud but i look at all of them and i say you will never play cloud in that game you're just like these are the same people that were like oh my god they announced another guitar on a rock band and none of them fucking played it <laughs> yeah you know what um, i mean like yeah. everyone was freaking out oh my god i can't believe this is happening and although no rock it. band did was in the top 10 for yeah, it was number 10. Oh, wow. with some fucking pretty big games Good. That that so, makes me happy. I yeah, like. I, I I don't want to see the death of the music at a genre. at a price point that is higher than it has been since the games launched. Wow. Like because I'm, you can't glad use your old actually. shit with it. You know, is the, the, so we've we've been shooting these things. Uh, 
there's been the videos going up for the Sony Road to Greatness thing. And Area 5 hasn't been editing those, but we've been shooting them for them. So we've been to those events. And uh, they've had Guitar Hero at those events, like on the big-ass Sony truck and stuff. And uh, So I've got to no, I've I've to hold the controller. I didn't get to play very the much, so like, really, great. but the, the controller is super good. Yep. But this is my point, is that I just feel like... I feel like something's changed where I feel like press people are a completely false indicator of, like as a game success of how it's going to like even do popularly with people. They, I mean, I think even, you know, back in like the one up heyday, like we, us and developers and publishers that just bombed. We champion. Yeah. We would champion stuff that would bomb super hard. And like, we would, uh, talk shit about stuff that did really well. Yeah. I guess I just feel like, I feel like fucking pinball samurai game. I feel like, uh, maybe back in the day of the one up times, so before before Twitter was quite as popular, Adama? Adama. I feel like I feel like when something social media spread, mm-hmm. I actually felt like it was getting some traction. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like social media spread happens so easily that that's that so that is, easily that, astroturfed. That, that, that to... It is not indicative of anything. Like everyone can be talking about your game for one second, and that is not indicative of success at well, all. It, it can come well, and go think, an instant. Well, I think you know, uh, look at Destiny for example. Uh, you know, I think it just shows that marketing matters for a while people are like oh marketing doesn't matter anymore all we have is social media but like i think that's been proven the lie i think activision has 500 million dollars of the destiny marketing to say differently exactly yeah marketing matters more than press and will continue to matter more than press i think for some games yes i still think that there's some things that word of mouth like there's a real hunger for and actually totally for games especially i can't afford the marketing I, i would venture to say that you know something like uh, an indie darling that became kind of a, a cult hit, uh, Gone Home. Uh, you know, like if Gone Home had five hundred million dollars in marketing, that game would have been a worldwide success. <laughs> uh, it would have been a, a catastrophic disaster. Is what it would have been. No, yeah, because it would not have sold five hundred million dollars in marketing money. And that's not a game that you sell with a commercial. Like I think that there are some games that are that don't you don't sell with a commercial. Uh, maybe maybe I'm just more cynical when it comes to and marketing. To totally honest, I feel like, like marketing sells more than anybody's word of mouth. I ever feel will. like we just watched a game that bucked all of that. That like Fallout Four is an example of a game where Bethesda was extremely confident with how it would. Re- well, and I feel review. like Tomb Raider got marketed a lot and it did not do well. No, I TBD. We have no fucking idea what Tomb Raider did. And uh, looking at UK charts for that game <laughs> means nothing. I'll guess it didn't do that well. That's just my guess. But long term, I bet you it will be fine. It also yeah. came out against literally the biggest traffic thing that we have had all year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Fallout. F- and on a single platform. It I mean. used to be Destiny was like, oh, Destiny prints traffic. <laughs> like, I feel Fallout like Tomb Raider was kind of sent to die. All of it. Which is sad. I think to- I, Tomb Raider came out at the wrong time. Like, it should have been delayed. It should have come out in January. Marty said up until the day they announced that game was gold, that that game was not coming out in 2015. I mean, I was Tomb saying Raider. the same thing. Yep, mm. I, it, it shouldn't have come out. Yeah. So is have have Even you guys played? Great. Had time to play Tomb Raider? No, I, but I'm it's reviewing fucking it. fantastic. It's so fucking good, you guys. <laughs> I, you have played I it. I love it. Yeah, I finished it. I, yeah. I guess we didn't really get to talk about it because we were sort of hamstrung by it. Actually, well, but I, I mean, think we'll, that game is remarkable. we'll talk about it at some point. But like, Fallout is an example <laughs> against the marketing example where like. Bethesda has not marketed the shit out of that game. Bethesda, but they did. Mar- they released like seven trailers. They released trailers that have no gameplay. They they didn't have That's to do five hundred million dollars in marketing because they already had like a built in audience from you know the last four and or Call five of Elder Duty Scrolls and Destiny game. don't. 
from the makers of Halo but isn't no, what but, no, Destiny, but Destiny, Destiny. Is, Destiny is not a name that people know and from the makers of Halo doesn't necessarily and Bungie doesn't necessarily resonate with everyone which is I why would, this is called Fallout 4 no but I think if you're for, a Playstation user and you see from the makers of Halo that's really appealing yes I, I absolutely think in fact I would say from the creators of Halo is a much like bigger grab than from the people who brought you Skyrim Right, and that's why they yeah. didn't. That's why they didn't have to do any commercials. Um, they didn't bother. Well, I mean, like, but the the big thing that Bethesda has is uh, a super super long tail for all of those games. Right, but that, and they, they that saves them a lot of marketing. That game also has the biggest like base of tail of anything they've ever released. Like that game is on track to sell twelve million copies this month. Wow. Well, they ship twelve million. That doesn't. But mean how on. many of those are going to sit in store shelves? Yeah, like exactly. that is not uh-huh. a. That is a game that has already had some stock. Shortages. I know, but we talk shit about ship numbers all the time. We do talk shit so about this is ship numbers. Where ship is, means those are going to sell. This like Bethesda mm-hmm. does not play fast and loose with their press releases. Like the like this is. Not I'm just saying. Activism. I I feel like we don't give other companies the benefit of the doubt. I don't see why we're doing it here. That's all. Because Bethesda doesn't play that game. Because Bethesda didn't release stills of Fallout 4 in January. Because they said this game is coming. They debuted it in the middle of June and said this game is coming out in November. Right. And that's because they didn't want to spend all the marketing budget, though, as well. I'd almost bet. But it's also because they didn't need to. And because I don't know how effective it would be. Like, I just don't. I feel like the people that know about that game are going to buy it and their friends are going to talk about it. But, like, I don't know. I feel like it's. But I feel like people like me even, like, the anticipation in my friends for Fallout 4 was enough to get me excited about it. And then obviously, like, all the new stuff they talked about and the stuff they showed and the fact that it looks like it does. And there's a lot about that game that is super interesting to someone who isn't the typical Fallout fan. But yeah, to that point, like, you don't really need to market it. You're kind of, you see it, you get it, or you don't, and you move on. I don't see what's interesting interesting to you as someone who's not a typical Fallout fan of Fallout 4 as opposed to 3. Uh, Preface this by the fact that I quit playing after 20 hours because I found that game to be tremendously boring. I know, I'm just saying, to me, Fallout 4, I'm crushed that you stopped playing a game after 20 hours. Fallout 4, I'm just saying, like, what what about it was so much more exciting than Fallout 3? To me, it was obviously mostly the same shit. Uh, Yeah. I mean, in a good way. Yes. And in the same ways that don't attract me fallen anyway but the idea of the the character motivation the main story sounded good the premise was way better uh the number of companions the kind of companions you have is really good the also, crafting the seemed still, really like, good the crafting and building is such a massive yeah. change from the economy is incredible done. like i love building shit in that game i love upgrading i love salvaging i love that everything i collect is i'm still i'm still purpose. tbd if i love that stuff or not See, but I, you can also ignore it completely. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. trying to figure I, out. I didn't think I didn't think I was going to like it, and then so don't get me wrong. I have, I have scrapped everything and made my first town look real cool. See, yeah, I can't get I'm into s- that shit. Like Matt's building a ton of stuff right now. I cannot get into like the Rust House building shit at all. And see, that's the thing is like it it 100 gives me that full on Minecraft vibe, where it's like I start building something and then my creative wheels just like start turning into overdrive, and I'm like, oh, I could do this. Oh, what if I what if I put my buildings at the at the Red Rocket truck stop instead of like trying to build a shelter, you know, like next to it or kind of underneath the overhang? What if I put everything on the roof? Whereas I'll do that for like you know, a minute and like, then I'm like, man, I wonder what's over there. And see, see, I don't like, have that wanderlust at all, at uh, all in this uh, game. And I and uh, that that's my my problem with Fallout is I've got both. You know, it's like 
because uh, I was like, oh, I finally get an, an, an all day where I can play this game last Sunday. And so, so I, I'm I. playing it on the office PC. I got so nothing I, done. Yeah. So I went in. In the game. And in, I know. Yeah. Same thing in the <laughs> game. And so I went in and I was like, all right, I'm going to go do a bunch of quests and stuff like that. And I'm going to see the story. I'm going to get my companions. Yep. I did that for two hours. And I went back to my base and I'm like, huh, I got a lot of materials. Let's build some walls. Six I hours like, later. I was like, oh, they need food. Wow. Like, These fuckers, they're <laughs> never happy. Some mud fruit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's like I've, like I've, uh, and you know, I, I specifically chose my charisma perks and stuff like that so uh, that I could get the perk too. that lets you uh, send people between supply lines. Yep. Yeah, you have to have a certain level of uh, charisma I didn't perk know that. before you can send supply lines. Charisma is the one thing I went and forgo. I was like, I'm going to be the most uncharismatic motherfucker. <laughs> nice man. I mean, there like are the so big... many like conversation options. Totally, but I figured I'd answer them with a gun if I needed yeah. to. <laughs> That's awesome. Fair enough. But I mean, but you can also answer them with a gun with the if you do like if you get high enough in charisma, you can intimidate. Whereas like you just point you like uh, I should be it. Like that's, Cesar, name, that's a charisma thing, not like a. I think that like, there's another like, perk that lets you threaten. It well, feels like, like, like it should be perception. So, or something. so Cesar, uh, one of my business partners, Area Five, um, he's playing this game as well, and it's great because he's playing it totally different than I than I am. Uh, his character is all strength, all charisma, and all luck. And that's it. Like, n- almost no points in anything else. Mine's like high perception and strength. That's like my guy. And that's awesome, too. All int and charisma. I basically always model them after R- Roland from the Dark Tower. <laughs> that's why I gave him really low charisma. Because yeah. I was like, Roland has terrible charisma. <laughs> but the, the hilarious thing is, is the way, the way that Cesar plays, like, pistols. he has the, uh, the idiot savant uh, luck perk, which gives him bonus experience if his int is low enough so his int is like two. Oh, so he's and a fucking moron that just stumbles mor- around the wasteland and gets lucky Scump. exactly and then it, and then it's like and that's a really good nah, i like that he's forrest gump uh and so like you know occasionally he'll get an experience bump that's like three times or whatever and he did this one quest he finished a quest line that gave him 900 experience and the perk procced on that particular one and he went up like three levels in in just that one quest and you know, but he also has the highest the, uh, charisma that he can get, and he like chose the intimidate perk, and he took out an entire raider camp by walking up to them one at a time, pointing a gun at them, and they go like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? No, <laughs> hey, uh, I don't want to fight you." And then they start to run away, and then he points the gun at them again, and then they surrender for good. And he took out an entire raider camp without ever firing a shot just by pointing a gun. There's got to be like a rank of that perk where it's just like finger guns. Like, <laughs> Tell us the Borderlands style. So I mean, like that—that's the—that's the crazy thing about Fallout is that like I've got the the wanderlust and the pick everything up in every room thing, and but I've also go back to town and like do nothing but try to create like the most badass looking place that I can uh, for six hours straight, and like I don't know why because. It's not like Minecraft where we were playing on a multiplayer server and uh, you guys were going to come in and look at what I was building and I could impress you. This one is like, it's it's strictly it's, for it's your strictly mental masturbation and I don't know why. Well, at least you have AI people that like live in it in a way. Yeah, you know, Minecraft it was literally just us. So, but here you're building housing and you'll like actually yeah. see an AI person sleeping in the bed. But, but like, I do have right. uh, sitting in your yeah. chairs. Well, the, you have that in Minecraft too now. Uh, oh but, yeah, that's true. The villagers. Yeah, that's right. It shows how long uh, the last been. time I did a, an online Minecraft thing, we built built an epic city. Uh, but there's also. Um, 
uh, you know, like Cesar and Ryan will come into work and we'll just talk about everything that happened in Fallout and everything that we're doing. And right. we'll like show each other the levels that we're working on and how we customized our towns, you know, and stuff like that. So the only way that that's really bit me so far, like other than like, oh, shit, the settlement is super unhappy and nobody's got beds. I better build some beds. Right. Is that Put them in a field. I am now <laughs> collecting uh, power like armor suits. Like uh, I want yeah. to like and I because of the bobblehead display case and the magazine racks now uh-huh. I'm like. Well, now I have to display everything. It's cool. <laughs> I'm collecting all these power armor suits. I should just get like every power armor suit and display them. And then yesterday, like I, a museum. I, yesterday I found out with something that I had suspected, which is that NPCs can get into power armor suits that have fusion cores in them. <laughs> yep. So can you, is that like a, they steal it or you're like you no, get in that? Totally no, like it. they like it's just there. Oh, they're like, oh, and so this? they'll get in it. They'll, yeah, they'll like, get in it if they get into combat. It, they'll be like, awesome. oh, hey, here's some free power Which, armor. Like, clues to this were laid early, like, <laughs> when you guys were over here watching me play this game right. when I was reviewing it. And, like, I was going into a vault, and I decided to leave my power armor outside. And I don't even remember why, maybe because I didn't want to use the fusion core, and I, there was cover yeah. now. Right. Uh, and I come out, like, on the run from this guy, and I, I thought that I left my power armor out there, and I couldn't find it. And then... <laughs> Like the boss comes out of the vault and he's got power armor on and I like didn't necessarily think anything of it. Like we fought and I killed him. Yeah, You're like, oh, the boss has power armor. I'm like, oh, shit, he's got power armor. And then like I spent like the next 15 or 20 minutes looking for where I left my power armor (laughs) and couldn't find it. Right. And I thought nothing of it because like it was I had multiple frames. Right. So like I was glad because those are 5000 caps to replace it. As I, was, I was like, yeah, oh, I guess, like, the memory pass went through and cleared it. And now it turns out that, like, I read a story on, <laughs> on I think, Reddit or something about uh, this person leaving their power armor at their settlement with a, a fusion core in it, which is the battery. Mm-hmm. And apparently some super mutants or something came to attack and trash can Carla, the vendor. Yeah. There's like the she's wandering a vendor. vendor. Who, yeah. She's a wander, wandering sales. She's person. a Brahmin she got, like vendor. the double headed yak. Yeah. yeah and she, she just, she just wanders between all the settlements so, selling stuff. Like That's NPCs cool. in the game will defend themselves. And so super mutants attacked their settlement and she ran to the power armor and got in it. <laughs> what a badass! And started fighting the super mutants. Does that use your power core? Like, does it deplete it? Well, it, so once the super mutants were dead, she just walked away in the power armor. <laughs> it resumed her normal patrol And so room. when you kill a person in power armor, you don't get the suit. You lost it. You take the pieces. Yeah. yeah. But the frame, the like the thing done. that everything goes on, like that's gone. Like it's on the person. It's part of their character. Oh, model. I didn't know that. Well, oh. if their battery never dies, it almost seems better to just give it to a few NPCs. Yeah. They have a perma battery. <laughs> right. I, I bequeath this to you. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's a way to control people to make them get in it. I do know that certain companions hate it when really? you get in power armor. Whoa, wow. weird. Like companions are so fucking weird. They hate and love some weird shit. I think <laughs> hating you, like threatening people into giving you all the money, is that a I totally get. valid. My way. favorite thing is that when I try to like pick a lock, I'm like one second strong. I'm going to pick a lock. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Let's yeah. kill stuff." I'm yeah. bored. He gets yeah. really mad. Whereas Piper is just like she's in love with you every time you pick a lock. It's well, like, I, oh my I, god! I, I just roll around exclusively with Cogsworth. See, he's nice. awesome. I love Me Codsworth. My boy. Codsworth doesn't judge me for and anything. And you can't, you can't, no, Codsworth is the robot. He when you threaten people you and steal yeah, shit. He wants you just to be good, good, good. And But you can't stim pack him either. He's like the only companion that, like, yeah. if he goes down, you just have but to But he takes the fight so long to go down, and him. he's badass. He yeah. just fucks shit up. 
Yeah. With his flamethrower and, and his I, buzzsaw. Like, yeah. Strong doesn't like it when you stim pack him. Really? He really? Complains. <laughs> like, so he complains good. when you stim pack him. That's amazing. Um, I didn't know that. See, I've only got. I've only got, other than the two companions that you start out with in the beginning of the game, I've only gotten two other companions because that's how few quests I've done in like 20 something hours of playing this game. Because it's all building for me like all the time, like way more than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I thought when I started playing Just this, for a like, second, Mitch is freaking out over the fact that my cat is being adorable right yeah, now. It's the true. thing I noticed today is that even when they're sleeping in opposite parts of the room, they curl toward me. Funny. Like they have to be <laughs> facing me. Yeah. I must and, face and, you and, while I was I was going to say, and we assume that's because, oh, they just really like Arthur, but secretly it's like... I'm watching you they don't trust me. Yeah. Yeah, I need to know his movement. <laughs> anyway, so you haven't done any quests, is what you're saying. Yeah, like, I still have any... If you know who Valentine is, I haven't done the Valentine quest yet. The those, thing okay. is, like, those happen pretty early on. The thing I've realized, though, is that, like, the quests in this game take you fucking all over the place. Oh, they super do. Dude, there the was... stuff that happens after you get Nick and you get to the Glowing Sea... So... Glowing Sea. So good fucking glowing so sea. good i, I, I mean no I, I, I am yet. i'm very i've only probably played about nine hours yeah if that and <laughs> like for me i've still barely i've like united a few of the settlements around my immediate area right explored a few points of interest and like built and that's have it. you guys had yeah. radiation storms yet yeah, yeah. Those are fucking awesome. When those happen, I was like, this is so cool. Like, what the fuck and is well, going on? And not only not only are the radiation storms awesome, just like uh, awesome as a concept, but they look great, too. Because yeah. the volumetric fog in this game is the best fog I've ever seen I walked seen outside in a game. of Fredwin and went for a flight and was like, holy shit, we're going to die. <laughs> the only uh, complaint I have about that game so far is I'm playing on PC and the, the you need to plug in a controller. The PC controls suck. Really? really? Yeah, they I'm suck. Playing with mouse Even if you modify totally fine. I hate the... The, I get so I mess up all the time with like trying to open like my inventory e and, and, and close. Like yes, like all uh, that shit. Like it's just so much more intuitive. I, I started to mess up with that stuff, but I like I got used to it after a while. My big thing with the PC controls and like uh, Bethesda games have had this since Fallout Three, Fallout uh, Fallout Three, Skyrim, and this one now all had the same issue, where when you go into a menu, uh, it's like ready for keyboard input, but not ready for mouse input. So, so like, you can't click on things. So you can't click on things. Like you, like you exactly. have to wiggle. So you, you have to wiggle your mouse, or you have to down it, arrow, up arrow type things. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh. it, like you can down and up arrow things whenever you want, but like you have to wiggle its mouse before it'll recognize that the I've mouse is hovering over something. Wonder if they'll fix. There's like lots See, and, of little and, things. But that's what I'm saying. Game. That's why for me, I'm just like plug in a controller and it's perfect because they designed but they, so much around a controller the, that it's like, yeah but the aiming is so good with the mouse eh, can it's, I, it's fine enough with the controller yeah, i don't have a problem with the controller I, can I, well i mean that like do you guys so i found vats to be almost useless oh yeah i've not been i, 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 no, I, I use vats all I the use time vats, i use vats for an opening salvo or if it's something like a bloat fly that's kind of a pain in the ass to yeah, yeah. Right, and then exactly. other, and then other than that i'm just like but i rely I, on my own accuracy more me, than yeah. the yeah, of course i I I don't feel like the the vats is particularly less useful than it was in Fallout Three. I just no, I just feel think like, the combat is that much better that you yeah. don't need it. Well, I, I, I feel like, like I feel like you, like you, get, you get fewer vat shots than you ever did. Yeah, and uh, it's like for me when I take it depends on how many action points no, you have. Yeah, I, I, you don't get fewer vat shots. In fact, you can get way more vat shots if you crank up your AP. You get like you can, if like, you have, like, have a high eight, agil- like agility affects how many points you have. High and agility, also, and then there's I don't know. I just I do like feel that. like my vats are a little the, my, less so where useful. I, where I know that where I notice that vats for me it's totally useless is basically once you get to kind of a long range. Like I have perfect aim with all of my weapons without using vats, which is something right. that didn't happen. But then in you Fallout vats 3. in, and it's like twelve percent, and you're like, right, okay. because your accuracy is perception. 
Right, which is crazy that in Fallout, perceptions are high. you almost had to use VATs to get through a lot of the combat unless it was close range. This game, it's the opposite for me. All of my long-range combat is VATs-free, and I can shoot things all the way across the map with a pistol. Uh, but I can't hit them at all in VATs. But once things get medium to close range, then I switch to VATs just because it's kind of a pain to like sort of wiggle around. I just, and play, that game. I just play that game like Doom. Like I have a pistol at long range, and then I <laughs> they get close, once and I you, switch to shotgun. Once you take the weapon-specific perks, like the pistol perk, like yeah. I think I have two Yeah, that's what that. I use, and that yeah. way you fire I, range and do way more damage. With a 9mm pistol or a 10mm pistol, I have like... 14 shots in vats nice like, <laughs> i can empty a clip in vats and still have points left over well now how many hours are you in the game I'm i've had that for easily 20 hours right out of how many hours uh like i think after like 25 to 30 hours in is when i was at that that's, point but that's, I, that's it also point. took me that long to specialize in weapons which was a mistake like also, you should take scrounger as early as possible i don't know oh, that, that was like I the first perk it. i took was it scrounger. gives you extra ammo when oh. you find ammo Oh, I didn't take Scrounger. I took the whatever the other one is that lets you harvest more materials when you break down. I took that one too. That one's great, but like ammo, like ammo capacity is something that like almost everybody I know who's played the game has complained about. That's weird because I like I don't have Scrounger and I like never run out. You're also not adventuring. You That's are true. I'm not. In, you're right. I'm <laughs> minecrafting the hell out of it. So I have like, and I'm just in, questing. So I haven't fact, had like, the ammo problem. Like I'm loading up. Uh, you know, like I create. I love that you can like fucking load up your your settlers with like armor and weapons and assign them to be guards. Really and they'll, I they'll march that. to guard posts and like. Oh, so some people, cool. some people said they give cannons. uniform armor to all their people so they can what? tell when someone's new. Artillery cannons. You know, that way they stand out. To me, I That's think cool. I'm going to have a society that they wear nothing but clean tan suits. <laughs> That's all you can wear in my society. Started. Oh God, Anthony is never gonna leave this game. This is it. Clean tan suits for everyone. And then it'll be like, oh, someone's now wearing clean tan suits, and it's Sunday, which means we have to draw lots for who's gonna die. I was, I was like, man, I wish there was like a giant archive of like a uh, Vault One Eleven suits or something, because I would totally oh, put Vault. I'd put Vault One Eleven suits just on everybody an army in of Vault dwellers. You, just, yeah. you could probably console command summon that shit. Yeah, I could, but that's no fun. You could go into a vault that still has people in it and just kill everyone. And, and take, take all their suits, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, so an interesting conversation that I started to have with people at work today, because like our review is provisional, because mm-hmm. like it's a Bethesda game, so you expect that there could be problems, Yeah, uh, is that our review also very explicitly mentions bugs, like not just in a sidebar, which it does, but in the text. Like it mm. says, look, there are there's wacky shit that happens in a Bethesda game. Mm-hmm. Like and that we expect it, and I want to take the provisional tag off, knowing that there are like these bugs, and and that yeah, is I mean, sort of at like this point. It's been a week, so I figure like like and there's nothing like seriously game destroying that I've seen, except for like one or two people whose games are fucked. Yep, but but also like Chris Plant of The Verge, who I love to death, like wrote his story about how he got stuck in an elevator, huh. uh, and then he patched the game like the day one patch fixed it. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. So. Like, did you buy this game expecting that there were going to be bugs? Like, when you were playing this game, like, do you walk into it? I expected there was going to be bugs. And uh, I actually, like, I had one crash. I've uh, had a crash pretty, to desktop. I had I've a crash had, to desktop pretty soon after I came out of the I had vault. the Xbox equivalent of a crash to desktop. And I had a PlayStation times. equivalent five times in one weekend. Four wow. or five times. So, I, so I, had, I had that crash once, and I haven't. it's been rock solid ever since. I think the game's really fun, but I do think that stuff like that, sometimes it's 
kind of annoying yeah, that it's, and it's considered acceptable. It actually really yeah. bothers me that people think that this is charming and funny. It's like, oh, it's a pathetic I, game. It's wacky. But like was, with Assassin's Creed faces, it's like fucking unacceptable. I, I think that the amount of like, so there was a, a, an article on Wired today with, uh, I think, Zach McClendon, the lead designer in Bioshock 2, like talking about Bethesda games mm-hmm. and like explaining like how the game works the way it does. And I think uh, Fergus from Obsidian did a like a Reddit something or something hmm. and talked about it as well which is that like the way that the game is built and like the stuff that they allow you to do basically make it impossible for them to fix everything of course oh yeah like, like it's uh, insane yeah, to expect course. that this will be flawless like red dead no. is one of my favorite games of all time and it's buggy as hell and i like, put up every with it open the rest world of the game, game is buggy i think Bethesda yeah, games true but red dead never red dead never crashed all the way out yeah the game. i definitely i mean i think that it would be simple to find people who had like hard Red blocks issues. with Red yeah. Dead. Maybe, but I'm saying anecdotally with my friends, I, I don't have any friends that have that story, but I do have no one I know that played Fallout doesn't have but that But did they story. collect yeah. every gourd in the world? I know. My, my point, though, is that these games in particular have, a, have an increasingly higher rate of jank that people find acceptable. Not on, uh, well, at least my personal experience with Fallout 4 is it's the most stable Bethesda game that I've That's played. That's great. On PC. On yes. PC. On Xbox One, it's definitely more stable than Fallout 3 was. So I never really I didn't actually have a lot of problems with Skyrim. I didn't have that many with Skyrim either. I, I occasionally had more than I've it had would now, but I'm freeze up loading. I also haven't gone like you know I've explored like the northwestern quadrant of the I game. I think you've which, seen so little, so little of the that game. I can't really comment on like how buggy it is. And I feel like Bethesda games like the more you see and do, and like the more weirdness yeah. you do to the world, the more likely they are to break. Yeah. I've like, had it like I would skip a dialogue thing and it would just totally break the conversation. I had, I yeah, there I did have that happen mm. uh, later on on the Pridwin. Good, great. With a with there's like a page boy, like a squire. I might have met him. Like with like it was after I did some stuff that I can't talk <laughs> about, but <laughs> and I tried to get into a conversation with him and like it just like. It was me standing, moving for a few seconds. And you and like him. if you hit a chat button, they have like sassy talk. My character would yeah, be... Yeah, maybe. Like I, and I, then the conversation would continue. I hit a very Weird. important story beat, and pretty early on, with a particular character that is important. And the dialogue froze, and it's my character and this other really important character, and they're just awkwardly staring at each other. And when I was like <laughs> trying to like figure out, like, I'm mashing buttons, like, X triangle, circle square, how do we get through this? Every time I press circle, square, triangle, or X, she would speak. And it was like, circle was a feeling, and square was a feeling. So she'd be sitting there, and she'd be like... Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And just like, what could... is this? What is this happening? I feel like that's mitigated somewhat by the save system too, I... which is vastly improved. Yeah, but I still lost some progress. I so. also wish they didn't do the third person switch out to me when I talk. I find that just takes you turn time. off. Oh, really? Yep, I like it's in the it. options. Time to really? go. I, like it. I, I have no like idea. The, yep. I like that. I like the the mass effectiness. I do too. I mm-hmm. part of me like it. Does, it feels different. Like it. it I don't know if it's inferior or superior, but it definitely feels different in the way that you interact with characters in this than it did in Fallout 3. Like, well, largely because you are doing the Mass Effect thing of like well, you're exactly, getting a sense like, of what you're going to say rather than you, what you're all your say. lines are. The, the silent, yeah. like just like the silent protagonist thing in Fallout 3, like you weren't silent, but you never heard yourself speak. Like I just felt like that worked in a particular way. It's like a difference between Kotor and Mass Effect in a way. Yeah, kind of. I've it's, never, I you know, it's like I. I 
I felt more in personally in invested in Fallout 3 for some reason. Oh, I because did of not that. at all. I felt so much less because I didn't feel like a person. Yeah, I feel, I like feel more personally invested in my characters when I can hear them speak for yep. some reason. To me, it, it, it has it a disconnect that I feel like they're head. not them, though. I'm not them. Yeah, that's... that's yeah. That's like, it. I hear this guy, and I'm like, all right, you guy, whatever you're Also, you like. can only pick yeah. one. There's not, like, a choice in voices. Like, no. Yeah, it's like, Courtney Taylor or the guy. Which is uh, the... I mean, it makes sense. The, so the, oh, yeah. the old-timey pilot from Halo 5. Like, the old-timey AI pilot. Oh, Roland. Yeah. Awesome. The, um, uh, I love Roland. The female, the female voice, I really like it. I, Courtney I, Taylor is the best. Yeah, I think her's all, so all great. Car- all lead characters in Fallout are, are generally just like terrible people, though, right? My baby! My baby got taken! Yeah, but first, I need you to do some chores. I yeah. mean, just like, look, I have no idea, but maybe you can find some leads over here. No, I know, but but I'm saying then you're like, can you help me farm my melons? I got time. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. Like, the, Bethesda's never mastered the whole. Uh, well, they want you to feel story. like you can do whatever you there's, want. I don't, urgency. I don't think there is. Ma- like, it's just like that's what the game is. Like, yeah. either you can have a game where there's urgency, or you can have a Bethesda game. Yep. Right, but but what I'm saying is that like the the main storyline, at least, is presented to you in the beginning of hey, go find your son. Yeah, uh, is totally incongruous to the way that the game is actually played. I, see, I kind of disagree with that because this is the first time a Bethesda game has ever hooked me out of the gate, and the first thing I did was start questing to find that kid. Because you just yeah, I know, I know, but, kill somebody. Yep, but, and it was great. Like, and I started doing quests, and I, I did a little bit of wandering, and I found the Brotherhood of Steel. And, right, but right. They, they, the the lead of chasing after your kid kind of falls off almost immediately. Because it picks it up falls real off, fucking hard. It falls off when you have to start doing like involved subquests to keep the story going. Yeah, like you I need, think, it, and that's when I found the Brotherhood of Steel. But even then, there was a convincing thread of like, "Hey, join us, and we can give you the power that you'll need to find your son." I think it hits a wall when you meet Valentine, or like when you need to go find Valentine. Mm. Oh my like, god, really? That's when it. See, for no, no, me, like I like it. I like oh, all that oh, okay. stuff, but like the story progression, it's like, well, you should talk to this guy. He'll help yeah. you find it. But so you you got to do like a whole big thing to find him. So right, you're but, talking about exactly the part of the game where I was completely invested, fully on board. Fuck yes, I'm waiting to fall out. I'm done. Like, I went from being super invested in the story. I love the mm. stuff that was happening. I love the stuff that was going on with Nick. I love the stuff that was going on with me. I love the stuff that I'm learning about the Institute. I love the places I'm going. Mm-hmm. But the moment when I finished the glowing sea quest, and they were like, yeah, but now you need to go over there to talk to somebody else to do something else. I was like, ow. Oh, like, shit. Right, I forgot. This is just a bunch of fetch quests in because they want me to get distracted on the way. And I don't want that. Yeah, I, do. I, don't, I don't know if it's that so much as it's just like whatever like they can't put all that stuff next to each other ah, see that's the game i want and i had somebody spoil a bunch of stuff that happens and i'm like this is great the story in this game is really really cool yeah and at some see, point i feel like i may have to mainline the story just because sadly time is yeah. the main thing well, i mean I, that, that's the whole thing with like the uh, i mean i'm just saying that like the the it's it's like a single player storyline in an open world game and the i don't think i don't think a bethesda game has ever successfully married their their main storyline with their open world adventure I think to, this to is where they feel connected. This is the certainly the most the, successful they've yeah. ever been. Well, that that's good to know. But I mean, like one like the the thing that I got to immediately was like, okay, my son is my son got stolen. Uh, so you know, I'm gonna go find my son. Well, what should happen is that you find that son really quick, and then suddenly the now what the game's story is is the whole world and not go find your son once you figure out the sun stuff there is still about half the game left 
Yeah. And the like, way that stuff comes to be is super interesting. Like, I felt like Fallout 4 was a really cool detective game because I was, I was proceeding through it and doing really good investigative stuff and working with somebody to figure out the truth. And then, like, mm-hmm. the means by which they communicate some of the story, particularly with Nick Valentine, is really, really I cool do, and smart. I kind of wonder if it's going to bug some people or if it does bug some people that, like, you can't sequence break the game. The way mm-hmm. you couldn't follow it three, like follow it three, you could find your dad. You could just go to mm-hmm. him. Like you just go to where your dad was and just mm-hmm. like skip giant yeah. parts of the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, you have to pursue leads. Like because mm-hmm. like stuff in the game will not happen. Yep. So far, I just haven't cared about the story. That game bit for me has just been a hoarding simulator, <laughs> which, is, which is fine. Like I think that like it does yeah. all that stuff really well, and I think that the world is like super fun and interesting to explore. Yeah, I, and they they do that by having. I think the most effective open world game design level design I've ever played because like every area and like Ryan and I were talking about this and he said it really well is like uh, every area that I walk into has a story and it's like even if it's a little one even if it's a little one like every single area is touched and has a story like you can you either find a hollow tape that tells you directly what the story is or skeletons they there's so many areas that they just tell a story by where the skeletons are placed and what's around them and what's around them and it's exactly the kind of thing i it's go like, back to oh, like this my, is like a bunch of bottles next to the <laughs> toilet with a skeleton slumped over it it's right like, well we know what he did right yeah. and it's like i go you know i go back to uh you know my animation classes when we were doing our background design and it was like you think oh background design i'm gonna you know draw a bunch of buildings and trees or whatever and it was like no like there has to be you have to be able to tell a story with every single frame of your background so it's like why does this building have two stories why is this light right here why is this door opener closed you know it's like oh well somebody just left you know well okay if they just left draw some footprints there you know and it's like they have that principle like at least everywhere that i've been in the game so far that applies and i love it because it makes it feel so much less sterile than especially than Fallout Three and even less sterile than Skyrim. And Skyrim huh, I, was like I don't really I didn't feel that way, way about Fallout Three and, and at all. And I feel like Skyrim is actually really good about the environmental storytelling as well. Like, it is. Especially with, I like, just think Fallout Four is the best. Yet. It is kind oh, of, the only yeah. thing that always strikes me as ridiculous is that it's like been like two hundred years and stuff is still standing the way it is. Yeah. I'm like that's kind of crazy, 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 crazy. But it's still you know whatever. Yeah, I. Like, I think that everything. I think part of the the lore of Fallout Four. It, I I feel like it's implied just in the in the way that like stuff still works. Is that like here is a society that went super <clears throat> like pro nuclear everything, and but things were built to last because well, it was like oh we have a power supply that's going to last you know five. I just mean years. like wood Let's bridges put it that in, are still standing yeah. and stuff. Oh, I, I mean oh, well, oh. wood lasts forever unless it's like eaten or destroyed. Yeah. Uh, if unless it's not maintained, which you would assume it's not being right. Wood petrifies. Like, I don't know. Uh, not in structures. The, the, I mean, the, going on that, like, it's interesting that this game, like, starts out with, like, a full explanation of the fiction, which yeah. no other Fallout does. Yeah. And no other Bethesda game did. No. Like, like when is, I played Skyrim, I was so overwhelmed and at a loss that I could not proceed. <laughs> which, Lord, in a way, like, why? has its own what? thing. Like, sure. like, is that sort of sense of discovery is like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? Yeah, and that's for, like, the people like you who want to play for that versus Whereas, someone like, like me who's like, show me where to go. Like, Fallout <laughs> 3 gave you a few minutes in a approximation of the world that it left behind with the, the virtual reality stuff. Like, the shady lane. Oh, uh, like yeah. Right, right, part. right, but... 
But this, like, you actually, like, live you there live for, like, ten minutes or so. Or longer. Oh, I, was there for, cool. I was there for, like, five. I was just like, answer the door. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, Why aren't you keeping up? Apparently, if you don't run, you actually do die in the Yeah, if you hang out, you'll die fallout, in the nuke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, like, there are so many other open world games where it's, like, the world is, like, the medium through which you travel to do stuff. Whereas, like, Fallout 3 and Skyrim and now Fallout 4, like... Every space that I have to walk by because I'm on my way to do something else that I can't, that I don't have time to stop and look, I feel like a sense of loss, <laughs> like that I can't investigate that space, that I can't see what's over that hill, that I can't go into that house. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's so much stuff that it feels harder to right. do that. I'm sure we'll talk more about Fallout. Yeah, I, I do want to say just one last thing, and, and that's that uh, I find the building, the way that you build things, and the construction of buildings. While even though I'm obviously enjoying it, since it's all way, you're fucking it's, doing, yeah, I know, but it's inexplicably wonky in certain ways. Oh, yeah, well, that, like I just totally don't understand. Well, the thing that Matt pointed out over dinner is the thing that drives me the most crazy is when you build a, a structure, when you use a corner piece, it faces the wrong fucking way. Yeah, like, like it, you, it corners outward as opposed to inwards. So you can't yeah. actually build a square. Yeah, it's not like you can. It's not like you can rotate a corner so that it either like so that like you know the corner faces in on your square it only faces out and if i attach two and, two walls together i can't like make it i can't rotate it 90 degrees to make it turn right and become a corner it just keeps building outward forever yeah it's, it's fucking mad and there's dude. there's things like <laughs> if you build a structure you cannot put a door internal to your structure like there's no inside doors at all. Like you, it basically makes it impossible to create rooms because unless like you have stuff that Studio just kind of like for everybody, unless you just kind of have things that sort of like float awkwardly over each other, you know, because it has a thing where it's like you put down a square foundation and the walls will snap to the foundation, but it. The door pieces only attach to the outside edge of the foundation. Uh, so it's like right. you can't put a foundation, a door, and a foundation, no, and then put wall, this, equal walls all the way around. This is a community where there are no doors. Hang up some <laughs> fucking beads if you want privacy. It's, I, uh, very, it's very strange in a lot of ways. So I, I, I find myself unfortunately fighting the building stuff as much it, as i Matt. do end up wait till it's modded adapt or die i, I know, don't even like, think you have to wait till it's, i think that they'll just patch it yeah. and also like there's going to be a lot of pieces of dlc for this game yeah. and it's it's ridiculous that i have so much of the game left to see and do and i'm still like man i can't wait until they announce the DLC. <laughs> see i almost wonder if the dlc would be the thing that gets me going because uh, because that's be all contained. like very story oriented yes. narrative contained things um, with systems that i like gunplay that i like like i like so much about fallout but it's not retaining me in any way um i think that could do it i mm. think that you could get farther in the game and you might feel differently but you're also Maybe. fucking 20 hours in so 20 yeah, i don't know that's, that's yeah. like the final fantasy thing you know yeah uh, it's really, really great first. after 30 hours. No, I, I mean, like, but you already said that you liked a, b- a bunch of stuff that was in it. Like, it's just yeah. like it, you just fell off, which is yeah. fine. I I also would assume that at least some of the DLC will be building stuff because yeah. they actually added some building stuff to Skyrim, like yeah. which I think is the, is the cool. experiment for this. I'll probably have to. Uh, then I should probably like not spend 40 hours building up Sanctuary because when they add the new building stuff, I'm going to want to tear it all Demolish down and build it again. Leave those fuckers in, in just those, enough squalor to exist. I, I want to how all those Skyrim <laughs> modders that complained about the Steam mod cell stuff are going to feel when like none of that is in this and they could have made a shitload of money selling Fallout mods. Dude, yeah. really? 
I, keeping it true. I wonder what they possibly could have been experimenting with mods and paid mods in Skyrim for, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Welcome to the giant missed opportunity, like including oh console God. sales. It's going to be in your career, like making Dota hats. That, bro- nope. that bothers me so much that like, you know, because if people, it's not like you had to sell your mods. No one you, can see the forest for the fucking trees. Yeah. And anyway. it's fine, because now I can just clear them all out of my settlements. Get out of your trees. <laughs> Block trees. Uh, Please somebody make some trees with green Anthony, leaves. did you play any more Fall or StarCraft? Yeah, but only like two more missions. So uh, to elaborate a little bit on what we were saying last week, how I like there are 14 different kinds of base units in that game. Jesus. Like, which is like, oh, infantry, like art, like like mobile, like light armor, heavy armor, flying, et cetera, et cetera. Like... Not only is there all of that, like there's three variations for everything. What? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Each, Wait, so there before are three you, zealots and there before, are three. Yes, yes. Exactly that. Why? Be, before you pick each mission because they have. Because there are three it's different like, templates. It's like the Zergling thing. It's like one version of the zealot will do the charge thing they've always done. And then one will be that can like basically charge blink through your own units. Why and can't he just be a fucking zealot? But because, he, like, he's still a zealot. He everybody has zealot. like every, every version of a unit has two special abilities. He's oh, just that's but, really cool. Though. But he is still just a zealot with like the same attacks and everything. It's just what special abilities I, do you oh, want okay. to have? But that's not always true. Like, uh, so the reason the the canonical explanation is because there are multiple factions of Protoss, of Protoss yeah. within Within the fiction. Or no, sorry. Been. But, like, within... Uh, I'm trying to remember the fucking... The leader of the Protoss. Artanis. Artanis. Within Artanis' faction? Well... Uh, yeah, no. Like, it's basically, like, a big Protoss unification project. Okay. Like, for very specific reasons. Yep. Uh, Are you I locked it was just into like, the special item that you... The no. special that you choose? So you can Each change mission, them change between it. missions. Oh, so uh, is that, like, so the upgrade system, like, personally, in the Zerg, you evolve one way or the other? Yeah, yeah but the oh, Zerg, okay, but the Zerg cool. ones were permanent evolution. Yeah, yeah. This is whereas like, this is, like, you decide who you're taking in. That's fucking huh. cool. Uh, I, 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 like, I liked like, the permanence in the Zerg stuff, but... Like, the, the, the stalker tree is like you have stalkers that have been in every star version of starcraft 2 they bring back dragoons nice. like which Good. still have the same shitty pathing that they always uh-huh. did <laughs> and then there's like a third class that's totally different it's like a giant robotic zealot fuck yeah uh All and right. like feeling it the the big walkers are in the game but scarabs are back like okay. scarab are the big caterpillar things from StarCraft Two that like shoot the little blue balls that oh, explode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, they're like your siege units. Yeah, and corsairs from StarCraft Two are there if you want them, or you have like the scout type thing. Like hmm. it gets real fan servicey. There are different templars. Type. Like t- like there are dark archons as well as archons. There are dark archons in one of the other games. I forget which one. I, I think they like appeared Star- as I an mean, enemy Starcraft in Wings of Liberty. In, in, the like, had Adam. dark archons. Yeah. Like so, they're back. Yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of bringing them back. There's like I think <laughs> there's like 42 or 45 different potential units. You'll still end up awesome. using like three. Yeah, of course. Each mission. I'll marry it, one. But zealot if you're like, smart, right, you it. won't. Like you'll use. Like your immortals, and you'll use. But you only need like three to get through most things. You know what I mean? That combo, like a three, because that combo just works really good. Hmm. You know. And I just feel like I have to be way more active playing as Protoss than anybody else. It's like, well, I have the ability to drop up. Like you have your ship that gives you abilities in game, and like you power up systems to give you different things. Like you have a limited amount of resources, and Hmm. like 
So I can drop in a pylon with two zealots and two dragoons. Upgrading your ship is what you do instead of upgrading a hero character like you did with yeah, Kerrigan. The ship is uh, sort of the ship is your hero character. Yeah, like with the, with the orbital way. strikes and shit. It's the That's spear cool. of a dune. I think. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like the arc. It's basically it's Battlestar Galactica. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's got like you have like orbital weapons. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a cool game. Yeah, I can't wait. I God, I seriously I need was to I right though? Like highest reviewed game of November. Is no it really? Shit. Yeah. Nice. Does it have like four reviews because nobody's fucking finished? No, it yet. has plenty of reviews. It's just the highest reviewed game in November. Uh, like, yeah. was I right that the 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 prologue stuff is just like totally forgettable? Yeah, don't even bother playing prologue. Yeah, I think you can skip the prologue okay. unless you like unless you have like a giant boner for Zeratul, which I kind of do. No, nah, just <laughs> skip the prologue. It's worthless. Okay, I mean, I played the first two missions. No, just skip it. I like the best thing I could say Delete about the story it. in this is that it made me like Artanis, and I never cared about Artanis. I didn't even know who he was till this. He game. was the dude in the scout. I don't know what that is. Like exactly, he, he no one, no one remembers who Artanis is. Jet. Okay, like there were hero units. In Starcraft, Starcraft is a and, game and about like you don't remember who that guy was, but he was really important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Phoenix was the dragoon. Like he was the one. He was the zealot in the cutscene that who's like blade cuts out and he gets killed by zerg let's be real the only two characters dragoon. that people remember are pretty much rayner and kerrigan and that's Zerith it like yeah kerrigan's the only Zerith one Abathur, Maybe this do. weird fucking nobody i mean abathur is interesting but like people remember uh uh tassadar because like tassadar was like the leader of the protoss but really it's just kerrigan and rayner those are like mm-hmm. the two most memorable. and now they say entaro tassadar instead of entaro adun entaro tassadar we were yeah. talking about this in our Dota chat. Dota chat has been yeah. scattered for the last couple of months. I seriously haven't looked at a GIF in that thing in so long. All I want, all I, I want to know is, do your little drone workers still make sounds? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Can we also talk about how the opening cutscene to Legacy of the Wood is the coolest fucking thing on the planet? Yeah, vastly better than anything that's going to be a Warcraft movie. <laughs> <laughs> and even like, like just the in-game cutscenes are just folded in so much more effectively than they yeah. were in Brood War. Or... But do they have that moment where you're fucked and then everyone warps in and then you're like, yes! well, that's, that's the opening cutscene. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's there so are good. some pretty amazing fights. <laughs> that's great. Like, that I don't want to like there there are some pretty major like upheavals early awesome. in that game. Cool. Mm. I'm really excited, but I really really need to finish Heart of the Swarm. It's also really fucking long. You don't How need long? to finish Heart like of the Swarm. 22 missions. Wow. You and need I to would... skip Heart of the Swarm and just click the previously on. Heart of the just... Swarm is good. <laughs> yeah, it is, good but game. are you really going to go back to it? Let's be honest. Yeah. I I I will bet you five dollars that by the end of <laughs> I think the it would end be of safe. March 2016, you still will not have finished. I think it would be form. safe to bet considerably bet. more money than that. Wasn't wasn't there a no, bet from a couple Rebel FMs ago oh, that probably. we need to hold you accountable to? But I don't even remember what if, it was. Uh, some, no, you, if you some good listeners, something. If yeah. some good listeners Fuck. would write in like with a list of all the bets that we made on the podcast, yeah. so we can <laughs> what was the one dollar bet I made with Anthony that I'm 99 percent sure I'm going to win? I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe it was like I'm sure that I owe people money. Oh, it might have been that I said Battlefront without so-called duty. Uh, that might have been it. Who made that bet? Me. You said that? Yeah. Yeah, I think I said by a certain time next year, lifetime, Battlefront without so-called duty, Black Ops 3. That was dumb. Um, Although, actually, maybe not. I will lifetime. be really curious to see what Call of Duty sells this That's what I'm saying. Because Fallout is, it's- is a world-destroying phenomenon right now. Was that a... Was that- Pornhub thing that people were passing around was that true? Yes. Yeah. That the after Fallout came out, Pornhub's traffic dipped like uh, like ten percent. Yep. <laughs> a tank. Ten percent. Jerk of off. Pornhub. Jerk off. It's not just 10% Fallout. Less. Fallout. Starcraft. 
and Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider all in the Jerking same day. off globally decreased by ten percent <laughs> for the release of Fallout. That's I would call that tanking. That's a lot of jerking off. <laughs> or not jerking off, as the case may be. Exactly. That was all Anthony. Or jerking off to different if things. If we were all just like Buddhist monks that gave up all that shit, what would we get done? There'd be fucking towers in space already. <laughs> I'd be walking on the moon breathing its air. Uh, man. We wouldn't be playing video games. I can't think either. of anything else. I played. I, no, I didn't. Like, I watched a bunch of Dota this week. No, but Mitch has something. Uh, yeah. Is anybody some, else playing Star Wars Battlefront? You guys I both. know Anthony's playing I can't lot. talk about Star Wars Battlefront in that capacity. That's true. Because I was a consultant on yes. it. Yes. You, so, uh, you, uh, you did a. Yes. A thing for them. Can we? Can I we just like own up to that? To talk about, to 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 tell them about their game. You did a mock review. Yeah. And hopefully, I don't have to edit that out because I'd really like to not spend my Friday editing big parts of the podcast out. Whatever, That's a dude. little. Whatever. Uh, so Star Wars Battlefront. Yes, I reviewed that Vigi. How bad is that game? It's eight point out of eight point oh <laughs> out of ten bad. The game was really good. I had a good time with it. Um, I walked out of the review event after the first day, having played like ten, eight to ten hours or some shit. And I was like, ugh. I like I texted all the IGN guys who were super excited about it. I was like, I don't, I don't think this is something that's going to stick, guys. Like I don't really know if we're going to play this. And after the second day, I warmed up a little bit to it. And now, and by the end of it, days. I was like, I fucking love this game. I'm having so much fun. Like, I, and what it ended up being is they front loaded the event with all the modes I hate, <laughs> which is <laughs> which more is than a, half most of, them. of the modes. Yeah, so Battlefront is bloated. It's got a lot of really unnecessary modes. It's got some modes that are flat out bad, and a lot of that feels like cushioning to make up. Which for the modes fact did you think were flat out bad? I did not like Droid Run. I do not like anything that involves heroes versus he- like the hero stuff. I think Fighter Squadron is fine. I think it's good flight practice, but sort of shallow mode that doesn't amount to anything. Hmm. Is it not the X-Wing versus TIE Fighter that people want? I mean, it is, but it's very limited. That people want. No. So here's what's missing. <laughs> if the season pass, which is $50. Fuck. 16 maps. Wow. Four modes. Some new heroes. If part of that is a fighter squadron variant or if they patch in objectives if they give you something to do in fighter squadron that is not just shoot each other until you get a five second objective that is shoot down that ship Mm. then they might have something because right now it's a little aimless it's a little deathmatchy and that's not what that game does well and that's why i think blast the standard deathmatch is also really weak Mm. uh where it shines is in supremacy which is basically uh both teams playing battlefield rush Mm-hmm. in star wars right uh walker assault which obviously is the empire beats the shit out of the rebels who can turn it around if they're really smart about how they play and drop zone drop zone drop zone's great uh it's the only mode in the game without vehicles that i think king, is basically. really fun yeah it's like you have to be you really have to have your shit together to claim this one like a drop uh, pod comes out of the sky slams into the ground you claim it and then you have to just not let the enemy take it for a certain amount of time and doing that requires you to not just kill other people call of duty mode that's like that uh uh, i mean i just think you're crazy king from halo that's yeah it's i mean it's king of the hill yeah yeah but instead of like oh the enemy is here and now they're claiming the thing it's they have claimed it and now they can walk away but you can walk up and just steal it right. and turn it around but you have to hold it for I think a minute so domination is the call it's, of duty it's, the, the, yeah. it's gotcha. the throw grenades at the point mode yep. which is why it's great that you can I think it's walk really away. smart that you can leave the area yeah. because yeah. the grenade solves the grenade problem well I mean that's just conquest no conquest but, is droid run which is there are three control points 
but, but the it, droids move. But the droids are mobile. No, see, that is the the fucked up pseudo conquest that they added in Battlefield Hardline. Uh, I don't remember where that. you hold onto the cars and drive them around. Oh, that was a different mode. I feel like the one you might be thinking of in Hardline, you, like, like there is a version of Conquest where cars are the control points. Yeah, and you yeah, have yeah. to drive them to get points. I like that mode a whole lot. Yeah, so <laughs> did I, and nobody played it. Yeah. Aww. So Not tell me, how many of these modes are people going to play, Mitch? Three. I think maybe that four. people will, yeah, maybe Fighter Squadron. I think people will dabble in the hero stuff and realize this is chaotic and not fun. And there's no conscious design to make heroes interact with each other. Like Darth Vader and Luke aren't going to have a cool lightsaber battle. They're going to use their, they just swing their, their skills and swing at each other. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no interesting engagement in that way. In the same way that like, there is really interesting engagements with aerial vehicles and ground vehicles and mm-hmm. infantry and turrets and all these extra things all of which can be modified by the kinds of things you bring into battle to enhance your class. Right. That stuff is really, really cool. And it works really well in Supremacy. It works really well in Walker Assault. And it works really well in Drop Zone. Those three modes, I think, are really fucking fun. They're so fun that if you ignore the rest of the game entirely, you're good to go. That said, I do think the survival mode is really surprising and good. The hmm. like two-player co-op wave-based stuff, mm-hmm. like fighting 15 waves of... Or you can play it by yourself. Yeah, and it's really hard if you play on hard or master difficulty, and that is, is the way to go. fun yes. playing it on master Yes, difficulty? I played all of them on hard with Brian Makowitz from IGN, who's a very good shooters, shooter guy. Uh, and we just had a really good time of like, oh my god, like I'm dying, I'm hopping in this turbo laser, the ties are destroying the turbo laser, I'm hopping out, I'm going to mount this machine gun, cover me, I'm going to go get the pod, I'm going to go get this power up. Nice. You're coordinating, there's a lot to think about, there's stuff to get that makes you better, but it always comes at a risk. It is a really good horde-like survival mode. And cool. I really hope that with the expansion packs, there are more of those, mm. as well as, you know, regular maps. So... Being somebody who knows nothing about game design, yep, um, I can imagine that it's not necessarily a one-to-one thing. Is like, hey, work on less modes, but give us more maps in the modes that we like. I imagine it doesn't quite work. No, like because that. No, the maps are built for the modes. Yeah. First of all, it's let's sell a bunch of these maps for fifty extra dollars. Yep. And also, people are going to freak out that there aren't enough maps. So let's make a bunch of modes to distract them from the fact that there aren't enough maps. Or a campaign. Which, I don't think this game needs a campaign. I think that what it has here is great. I think there Mm -hmm. is an excellent multiplayer game here. Even the old campaigns, though, weren't really campaigns. They were just play on the maps against AI, and then it kept track of the progress you made. I I mean, I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to say, because, like, Battlefield 3's campaign was terrible, and Battlefield 4's campaign was terrible. Yep. Well, and again, I think when people say campaign, they literally just mean galactic campaign which was you continuously conquer an environment and but play here's the thing is that kind of exists and nobody's really talking about it which is that if you go into battles which is where it's, well I, if I they don't surface it then that's their bad well it's it's buried in i can't remember what the menu how the menus work but basically in the same place as tutorials and survival there is battles hmm. and battles is kind of that where you can play alone and you can fight with heroes and you can fight against ai in that capacity and it does keep track of it but there's no like narrative thread that's like good job now fight the empire on hoth like there's none of that but mm. you, there is a way to play alone offline but like but this is not what like you, buy you need like the thread of progression and something like that right. to make it worthwhile and that, that isn't there because the multiplayer progression is separate from that the is reason it, you play uh, those modes is to unlock uh stars and that unlocks like bonuses in the diorama which is this like totally extraneous 
bonus thing for hardcore idiot nerds like me <laughs> who want to look at a 3D model of a stormtrooper for 10 minutes. <laughs> but when you do a uh, um, when you do those battle modes, though, can you play them in co-op and split screen? Yeah. I mean, so that would be worthwhile to to a lot of people. Who totally. Just like, hey. Me and my bro just want to sit on the couch and play. Yep. It's not why you buy the game. You're not going to buy that to have that experience, but it's awesome that it's there. And if that is something that appeals to you, that's a really good foundation to then jump off and go like, okay, I want to play 16 player or whatever. I want to play 40 Mm. player or whatever. Right. Things like that. Cool. How do you feel about the uh, the token system and everything that's in the game? Because like, it's not like the other Battlefield games where you just walk up to a vehicle and jump into it. You have to like run to a spot on the map to collect yeah, stuff. Yeah, I really hated it during the beta, mm. and I don't love it now. Mm. But I understand why it works that way. Because in both Walker Assault and Supremacy, if there was a, a static hangar where you just walked into to get a, a vehicle, like you used to in old Battlefronts where the maps yeah. were static... And you just were like, all right, this is the space, this is the hangar. You spawn there, you get in a vehicle, whatever, fine, great. But the maps in here and this are always moving. In the modes mm-hmm. where there are vehicles, you are constantly on the move, getting farther and farther away from what would be your hangar. Right. So having those tokens on the field lets you call in air support, and then a guy comes in. And now you can call a TIE Fighter from basically anywhere, as mm-hmm. opposed to having to run back to the hangar, ignore the battle, ignore your friends, stop helping, fly out, and then hope you can get something done. Right. I think it's a a good solution to a problem but i do miss the ability to just do that to just spawn instantly in an a-wing or whatever mm-hmm. i think it's interesting there are no uh co-op vehicles in yeah the game. like the tow cable thing you can do alone right yeah one it was like in old battlefront 2 there were like uh like if you played in naboo there were like skifter tanks where like one person could Oh, Halo yeah, style yeah, shoot yeah. the tank and then uh-huh. another person could be on a turret yep. and then yeah. the snow speeder in order to use the tow cable you had to have a second guy yeah it was like so you mm-hmm. had to like tell an ai guy get ai guy to get in <laughs> or anthony had to get in with me and he right. would exactly. wait for the opportunity to shoot the tow that, cable. that's just <laughs> it that you know there are those little bit of co-op moments that sometimes maybe that you know that that was kind of an exciting part of those old yeah. battlefront games yep. was you could have those moments and share it with someone because you were doing it together so yeah. i do feel like the walker assault problem right now and there are there are some things that are definitely going to get patched like grenade cooldowns need fixing spawn camping really really needs fixing mm. and i think that yeah i scott scott low friend of the podcast was talking to me about this game on G, on g chat and he said that the spawn like the spawning system because he and i were getting atrocious. fucked up the other night playing and that's Someone been a, a battlefield sim- problem for three games now so <laughs> that but now there are airstrikes sentry turrets and proximity mines that people can put on your spawn oh wow jesus how do you fuck that up? <laughs> don't know. This wow. is not Dice's first rodeo. I don't care if it's got blasters in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, Mitch, taking out like the Star Wars sort of fixation, which I assume will crest. Coming and back fall, to the Nintendo bump conversation. I, no, no, I'm not going to like make accusations of this being overrated because it's actually not reviewing phenomenally well. No, it's doing good. But not like amazing. I I think good with this game is a different bar than good for anything else. Sure. Um, like I think Evolve has a higher Metacritic average than this game does. Yikes. Uh, just to put it in perspective for what quote good is, uh, it's probably reviewed by less sites. Let's too. put those quote no. unquote good sales Evolve. side by side. I, see how Evolve they was pretty big. Evolve has a lot of reviews. Although this will definitely get more mainstream coverage. I think mm. like and more USA sales. Today. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. it'll sell more than Evolve. Oh yeah. Oh, Evolve didn't sell bad. Uh, anyway, if you take out the Star Wars factor, yep. like the aesthetics, mm-hmm. 
what is there about this that makes it something that someone would play instead of Halo or Call of Duty yeah. or Rainbow Six? I, I mean, it's hard to separate that because it is such a like it's true so to Star Wars experience. Like, it's so married to what the game is. But in two months, like, but, or, or, like is the Imperial March and blaster noises going to be what keeps you in the game? No, it's going to be the systems. It's going to be the fact that when I get an ATST, I'm going to wreck some shit. I'm just going to annihilate a bunch of people. I'm going to have a great run in this ATST. You think they will. I'm going to be a threatening force, and I'm going to cause the tide of battle to turn on me as opposed to on the objective. So do you think those things will keep you in the game? The vehicle stuff and the combat? Yeah. Yes. And I think expansion packs will keep me coming because I'm going to be the guy who spends $110 on Star Wars. Aren't you the guy who already spent $110 on Star Wars? (laughs) No, Mitch is going to be the guy that gets it all for free. No, (laughs) I'm not going to see the pass for free. I'm going to buy a season pass probably tonight. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I bought a season pass for Fallout. You. I also bought Fallout. I bought a season pass for Mordor and never played a moment of that game after I was like, I'm I done. I own that game and haven't played it. I like that game a lot, but I, I hit a point where too, I was like, but I never you know what? To it. I'm fine. I've I, reached, I got everything I need out of this game and it was yeah. great. So you're perfect is what you're saying. Yeah. You're exa- you're their perfect I thought, customer. Yeah. I thought I would go back and play the, uh, play the game. Put the scissors down, Matt. Put the scissors down, no, Matt. No, <laughs> no. You'd play the I other character. I need to character. cut myself. I thought I'd go back and play the other character, but uh, I Why? just never did. Because like, it'd be. I already know what the, I already know what it's going to be like. Yeah, and there was some cool story stuff in the season pass like, I, with Moore, but I just didn't get to it. But was there like an absence of cool story stuff already? Yes. Like in Mordor. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of cool story stuff, but there were still things like, man, it would be great to have more Celebrimbor. Boom! Celebrimbor story. <laughs> I don't know that if that game ends up having like a sequel that is similar to it that I, I'll really care. Even though I really love that game. I really loved it in like a I, I think they're going to have a hard yeah. time finding a good time to release a sequel to that game. So. Yep. Because it was scheduled around like the the release of the third Hobbit movie. Second Hobbit on Blu-ray and the theatrical release of The Hobbit. It's also, uh, it's also you know, like, it, it's weird to put things in the Tolkien universe because the story for the Tolkien universe is so set already. It's, like, kind of hard to fit yeah, stuff. Yeah, the access gotta, they have is really limited. They got to start yeah. inventing uh, Tolkien legends like they did for Star <laughs> yeah. Wars now. <laughs> right. So they can just make shit up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Warner Brothers has the flexibility, I think, to do a lot with Tolkien. But like, No, they, they do. I'm just saying it's like, uh, you know, okay, well, I was... You it's know, still got to go through his estate, though. You know, well, what I'm saying is that, like, how do you do a Shadows of Mordor 2? You know, it's like that. If I don't, I didn't play it. So I, I really hope the ends. sequel is just Shadows of Mordor because it would drive Alexa crazy. Because <laughs> she got so mad when people called it Shadows. Because it's a co-op game. Sha- no, because no, it, it was Shadow, Shadow of Mordor. And she had to like correct people every time they said Shadows. I really just hope the sequel is called Shadows. She of had to. <laughs> yeah. She had to. It was a biological imperative. I hope it's called Shadow of Mordors. <laughs> <laughs> And then the third one is Shadows of Mordors. <laughs> it's it's all bio- about next to her universes. biological clock is her need to correct people on Shadows yeah. of Mordor. Yes. Uh, yeah, I just never played that game. I'm there. I I'm going to be honest. I don't think I'm going to end up playing Tomb Raider. Oh my god, dude! You'd, I really you would be play missing that game out. So bad. I am an hour into Assassin's Creed and really want to play it. Uh, AC is really good too. And Tomb Raider's I, up there with Metal Gear for my game of the year. Really? I it's, have absolutely zero interest in Metal Gear. It's uh, so good. Like, I <coughs> didn't like the first Tomb Raider. I See, here's the thing. I, I didn't either, and I was not excited for 
I like the right. first one. Me I didn't too. dislike it. I was just like, I played it and was like, that was fine. Like, the story was awful, but some I of the played system like stuff two was hours good. of it and just did not, it did not grab me at all. And I bought that game like twice. It's it's yeah, one of those games that like six that hours game. later, you get a bunch of really awesome tools and it turns into a full on Metroid game that kicks ass. Yep. But it doesn't really go anywhere, and the story is kind of weird, and it goes in bad supernatural direction. I've never played a Tomb Raider give you a bunch story. of Metroid shit quickly. Exactly, and that's what Rise does. Rise mm. gives you access to all of that of shit. Of the Tomb Raider, not, way not to- Crytex Rise. Yes. Okay. I mean, <laughs> hopefully not too fast, though, because I feel like that's that's the first Batman Arkham Asylum doled it out at just the right pace. Yes. Yeah. And all the other Batman so suffered from Batman, just you have an airdrop coming in being now. like you have everything. Speaking yeah. of games that came out this year that I bought and barely played. <laughs> I finished that one at least. Arkham is one of those weird instances where like as I played it I was enjoying it, but the farther I get from it, the less I like it. Did you it's not play sticking the Witcher? with you? I played the first six hours of the Witcher. I played the first three get, hours. Just didn't get oh, really? back to it. Are you do you have any interest in going back? Someday, if I, I can find like, the time. I, yeah, I remember I'm that the game. same. That's like Dragon. as Anthony. I played like the first three hours, yep. and like I'm same like, yeah, I might. God, it's just interesting looking at like the the game of the year conversations are going to be really bloody. I just kept <laughs> on the combat in that we game was deep into it now. Really it's tough, real bad. The combat in that game is really tough, but it's the fast travel system that, like, every time I think about going back and playing the Witcher, that's like my talking about before. Yeah, that's why, I that's why I don't do it. I keep going. Oh. I'm just going to so feel like it's going to enrage me every time I have to that's go to That's the thing a, about, like, about the Bethesda open world games that I that is like makes them perfect to me to play. Throw down a fucking that, doormat. Like, it's so easy to go from place to place. Yep. Like, yep. Yeah, but oh, now you have to control there. Quest right shit, there. The fetch yep. quest shit would piss me off in anything else. Now you else, have to throw down doormats, like, though, don't you? No, like it, you, you put down like a plate if you want to fast travel somewhere else. Somewhere not the default. In what the fuck are you talking about? Like you can build in, in a, the miscellaneous. You can build a doormat, and if you build a doormat, it will teleport you to that spot. What you fast travel? Yeah, instead of like the default location. In, that's your, hilarious. It, only in your settlements, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you can appear like, like right in front. So of that's the thing. Like in right, the Witcher, yeah. like a fetch quest involved like a bunch of fucking riding back and forth and Fallout yeah, yeah. Four. Like a fetch quest is like going to the menu and fast travel. Yep. Fast travel to Diamond and, like, City. Walk east. Got it. And it yep. makes me want to finish so much more stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I get because, that. Because like the the being forced to walk from place to place multiple times it's not game it's work yeah it's just like it like it makes exploring feel like something i choose to do instead of something like right. it's like forced. having exactly. to lift a slice of pizza from the plate to your mouth it's fucked up immediately it's like having to go to the fucking pizzeria every time you want to slice yeah well that's bullshit too <laughs> yeah i like that analogy it doesn't mean you'll lose some weight though <laughs> yeah uh yeah, yeah but not playing I, the witcher but yeah the 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 game of the year stuff like there there are bloodborne people and they're like when the witcher came out like there were definitely a lot of people like this is the game of the year and any conversation that doesn't have this featured in its game of the year fucking up and now it's like well maybe that's like number six on the list it's like oh right the witcher came out this year (laughs) and also oh right batman came out this year so i know uh, i know people have been really liking the bloodborne's uh the dlc's out next next week week? i have a code that i yeah i'll I'll, uh don't never play that memes yeah i played like four <laughs> hours of bloodborne and it sure was dark souls yep i love that game i need to get back to it and finish i'm it. sure they're just dandy but not I, for me they are what they are i have like, no yep. time that's the biggest i want to try like that west and they come out with those that hard wild west, west, hard west like yeah hard west, hard west game. is cool Hard 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 west. West. That like sounds like gay I mean, porn. I, I also want to. It's like XCOM, but with cowboys. Oh, seriously? Yeah, but it's like oh. demon cowboy shit. It's 
fucking Whoa. cool. And it's I want and I want to go back and try space engineers again. Wait, why? They release planets, a planet. So expansion. now you can like build ships and actually have like engines on them that can go and mine out fuel and refuel and then continue on to flight you should and stuff. Maybe like block out a weekend to place with space yeah. engineers. Yeah. It's just it the thing is, is that space engineers has gone from being early access tool set to oh there's actually like a game now. I it's haven't awesome. I haven't played Space Engineers since it was an early access and it barely probably worked. since the last time yeah. Anthony did you ever yeah. play Captain yeah. Forever remix? Yes I did. I quite enjoyed that. I played through like the first six missions of it. I wonder what they've added to that game since I played it last. Because they were adding shit at a pretty pretty regular clip. Yeah, there's a lot of early access things that I've been meaning you know to go back I, to. You know who I've seen in our Skype chat group is there's a couple of the dudes that like been playing a lot of Rust again. And yeah, I keep Sean sort of got that ball rolling with yeah. everyone. I'm I like, miss is, Sean Saris. Saris, yeah. And, I, and I'm like, is is Rust playable? Because for a while there, it was totally, it's a totally not different playable. Game Rust now. is a very different game now. Well, you, yeah. we all jumped in it together game. that one night. I, no, I haven't. I haven't played it since. Oh well, me, yeah. Sean, and a couple other people jumped in for yeah. like a night, really hardcore. Yeah, and yeah. like went ballistic on it, and <laughs> it's like really fucking good now. Like yeah. way better than it's ever been. Because of course, all the fall, all the fall building stuff just reminded me of Rust. Because like that was the thing in our Rust groups was I was always the builder because I loved it so much. Yep. We'd all go on supply runs and come back and you build shit and yeah, you, you'd like uh, I'd literally draw out things with graph paper and yep. say you know like I need how do we spell PD with as few boards <laughs> as possible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need three hundred. Now you can just draw a sign of metal. that just says you just spray paint on it. Yeah. Oh, PD. that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, or you can just leave a note, a threatening note outside someone's house. <laughs> um, we're about serve to, them papers. We're about to wrap up. You guys should go see Creed next week. I want to. Yeah, that movie looks super good. It's really, really fucking good. So we're going to... Rocky V? Uh, Rocky V actually wasn't terrible. Rocky oh. Three was the kind of bad one. So with, like um, uh, uh, with Thanksgiving coming up next week, we're going to do a podcast a little bit earlier next week, right? Monday, I think is the plan. More letters, please. please, Because yeah. we're not going to have a ton of time to play a lot of new games. So send us a lot of letters. Letters at eat-sleep-game.com. Maybe I'll talk about all the fucking gaming headphones that I've been subjected to he, like he literally has a is. wall of gaming headphones it's gaming like a headphones. cultist monument <laughs> to sound um i'll have like a post up on the site at some point next week for it nice but uh but yeah creed super super good next week i'm going to talk about the room three we're going to go back to talking about fucking mobile games on here arthur let's play threes while you're doing it oh shit <laughs> Uh, All right, well, fun stuff, guys. Did anybody else have anything? I feel like that was probably what we've all been playing. That was a oh, lot yeah. of games. There's I mean, a lot of Fallout three-ish. There was a lot of Fallout for good reason. Big team battles in Halo Five now, Anthony. Oh yeah, shit. We should yeah, only added oh, four shit. maps. Now it's nice. worth playing. And a bunch of rec packs. Nice. I just, I if you check your live messages, you might actually have a rec pack and oh, some cool. special armor. The new rec pack shit looks really cool. I don't give There's a shit about rec packs. I just want to love rec packs yep. so much. <laughs> Me too. Too much. Uh, well, Anthony, we do you want to take us out? I'm done collecting magic cards. <laughs> um, yeah, you can send your letters letters at sleep-game.com. Find us on Twitter. I'm at Chuff Bunny. Mitch is at Mitchy D. Matt is at Talking Orange, and Arthur is at A E G I E S. Uh, Send us some letters and tell us uh, what your Thanksgiving gaming plans are. Because I, I always have friends that are like, I've saved this game for Thanksgiving. You know, the obvious choice is Fallout, but I'm wondering if anybody else out there has been just I'm saving go a game home for the holidays. I'm pretty hardcore Thanksgiving stuff with my, with, yeah. So. Because you can eat turkey now. Yeah. 
I got family stuff. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm gonna do family stuff, but I'm gonna just ignore them after we <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> uh, Polygon.com. It's where Arthur works. IGN.com is where Mitch works. You're gonna read my Fallout Four review. Area Five TV. Go give Matt work and pay them higher than they higher than the rate they're asking for because you have too much money. <laughs> and then go to MarvelHeroes.com and spend all your the rest of your pocket change. On characters like Magic, because now she's out by the time you hear this. With a K. Magic with a K. With a CK, right. She's like the another Russian in our game. I think there's more Russians than probably anyone else she's in our game. She's Ilyana Rasputin? Yeah, she's uh, Colossus's younger sister. Imagine, and, like, the fact, the important fact that didn't make it into my head. And, the so the and she is the now. ruler of Limbo. <laughs> she can summon I just, demons. I just remember wow. the X-Men cartoon when Colossus was just always on, Ilyana! Oh, yeah, because it's the a sister. So, yeah, there you go. She's she's in our game now. Cool. And, uh, Love it. You know, she's got some clothes. Probably not Maybe enough. less than she should have. <laughs> yeah. Comics. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you.